Hello to everybody listening at home. This is the Ordinary Church Podcast. Connor Hass here. I'm here with Pastor Mike. The date is May 6th, and we are in still uh, in the middle of this ongoing coronavirus crisis. Uh, government is making declarations. Stores are closed, some open. Everyone's social distancing. Strange times. And so, Mike, the question that I want to ask you right now is a really simple one. And to everybody listening at home, this will probably be a shorter podcast, but we just want to, I want to ask this question. I'll just tee you up. How should the church respond to governing authorities when they think that the restrictions are unfair or even misguided? That's a great question, Connor. A lot of people are expressing that exact sentiment right now, right? And, you know, hey, the restrictions are unfair. They're misguided. Look, I have my personal opinion about a lot of these things. Um, I think at times it looks like there's overreach. There's overreaction on, you know, every, every part of the spectrum unclear directives, all those kind of things, even seemingly unfair application of essential services, right? And so what we're doing right now is actually considered an essential service, if people wonder, and putting on our live streams, those are essential services, uh, and we praise God for that because we believe that. But how should the church respond to governing authorities when they think the restrictions are unfair or misguided? A key point there, not individuals, but the church. So it's not just you as a citizen, but the church collectively, right? believers, and how should we respond? And I would put it this way, whether there has been overreach, whether there has been overreaction, whether there's been unclear directives, uh, seemingly unfair application of essential services, what is an essential service, our mandate as believers and as the church is very clear. And here it is. Unless and until the government specifically forbids us to do what we're called to do, then we obey the governing authorities. Now, let me break that down a bit, okay? Unless and until the government specifically forbids us to do what we're called to do. I think of the book of Acts, Acts chapter 4, and here they're preaching Jesus, and they are basically, uh, Peter and John are dragged before the council, and they tell them, they ask them, excuse me, by what power or by what name did you do this healing and this, Mm -hmm. this preaching and They said, by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by by him this man is standing before you well. And they said, there's no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. And they recognized them as having been with Jesus. They knew that a notable sign had been performed. And they told them, they said, "Um, we're going to warn you, don't speak any more to anyone in this name. That's what they did. Acts 4.18. They called them and charged them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. And the answer in verse 19, Peter and John answered them, whether it's right in the sight of God to listen to you rather than to God, you must judge. For we cannot but speak of what we have seen and heard. They're saying, we're not going to stop doing this Mm -hmm. because the government cannot tell you. Now, they can kill you for it. They can't tell you you can't do it because God's law is above man's law. But if, if the government is not you know, telling you to, to uh, break God's law, then you are under the governing authorities. Now, Acts chapter 5, same situation. They're basically, this is a very, you know, common one that people are quoting right now, and it's, it's civil disobedience. Verse 29, uh, Acts 5, 29, we must obey God rather than men. But you have to look at the context. So they're out there speaking the gospel, preaching the gospel to the people. They're speaking to the people all the words of this life, as it says. And they got that word from God to go and do this. And they're going and teaching. And they had been put in prison, right? But they had been let out, and they're standing and teaching in the temple. They're preaching. 
And they bring him in again before the council. And they say, we strictly charged you not to teach in this name. Yet here you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching. And you intend to bring this man's blood upon us. That's when Peter and the apostles said, we must obey God rather than men. And notice that what happened, you know, they basically charged them again. They beat them. They charged them. This is verse 40. They beat them and charged them not to speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. And they left the presence of the council rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer dishonor for the name. So they didn't go scot-free. They didn't go unscathed. Mm -hmm. They were beaten and bruised for it. And so until and unless the government specifically forbids us to do what we're called to do, preaching Jesus as believers, our clear word from God is to obey the governing authorities, Romans 13.1, Titus 3.1, 1 Peter 2, 13-17. We are to be the best citizens of our earthly cities. We are to love Jesus with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. We're to love our neighbors ourselves. We're to worship God and build up believers and reach unbelievers. We are, we are to wholeheartedly redeem this time for Jesus and the gospel. That's what we're to do. Yeah. Amen. Clear enough. That's uh, that's all that we have today. Pastor Mike, thanks so much. A clear word. Uh, listeners, we will uh, see you, hear you. You'll hear us next time on the Ordinary Church Podcast. Thanks so much.